The views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network. You are listening to Truth Time with Pastor Monty. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. You want answers? You can't handle the truth! problem is having the right worldview and acting upon it. The worldview that gives men and women the truth of what is. Welcome to Truth Time with Pastor Monty, a show about God's truth in today's society from a multi-generational pastoral perspective. The Truth Time with Pastor Monty broadcast is a part of Aletheia Bible Fellowship's Project Vigilance, a web portal that provides internet Christians out there with helpful content and insights. We're produced by ABF's Vigilance Radio Network. If you're interested in this ministry or our other shows, you can check us out at abfpdx.org where you can access more resources, donate, and learn more about us. At the top of the show today, let's remember to help us spread this content by liking, sharing, and subscribing to this episode. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and join our Facebook group where you can stay up to date on this and all our programming. You can find it at vrn.abf on Facebook. Now that all that's said, I'm Pastor Josh, your engineer and senior pastor over at ABF, and this is Pastor Monty. Thank you. 
sheltering in place uh, and my family is sheltering in place and, um, and uh, the church as well is sheltering in place so, so we're trying to be as responsible the shelter in place but, um, we've had to set up a, a link that allows us to be able to uh, do this today for you so we're kind of in, we're in new territory as it were and uh, so we're just going to take um, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, I, I feel good about it. It's not the most elegant solution, but, but it's a working, it's a workable solution. So, um, you'll notice we have, you know, just a computer over here that's set up to show Pastor Monty. Um, you'll also notice if, uh, producer Jasmine wants to zoom back in on Pastor Monty, I'll point out something to you for fun. Uh, down here, you'll see that there is a little Michael Scott. So just, uh, there you go. <laughs> That's about it. Well, and we've been we've been uniquely set up to uh, you know be able to um, you there. Okay, cool. We've been uniquely set up to, and fortunate to be able to continue you know the um, the happenings over here at ABF and specifically the Vigilance Radio Network even even during this time. So um, yeah, just. Just getting just getting another person piped in, that's been the hardest part for us. But um, being able to actually live stream our sermons and so on and so forth um, has been really good. So and we're we're back on full bore. In fact, we have a lot more content right now. So um, always be checking out uh, what we're doing over at our individual pages or at the ABF PDX page on Facebook and you'll be able to uh, to see us. Oh, also, I can't turn off the um, notifications on the <laughs> on the sound because we couldn't hear Pastor Monty if I did. So, um, uh, please forgive the uh, notification sounds. about the, the 
Like rela relational. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that does happen, like, yeah. I think I think the concept of um, I think the concept of pain as evil is a little problematic. I think you know we're we're built we're built specifically with pain receptors to protect us. You know, like if you were on fire, for instance, y your pain receptors uh, are telling you that your hand is getting hot, and then there's that you should protect yourself. And I have a hard time believing that in the Garden of Eden, it wasn't possible for Adam to stub his toe. Like I, I would assume that he would have pain receptors, you know, that that were at play there. So I. You know, pain in childbirth is one of the most interesting types of pain because it actually is a positive pain. Like it, it, it ends in something that's positive. It's it's kind of unique in that way. So is um, you know pain in um, working out, for instance. Um, so so I don't know that I would say that pain itself. I would say it's problematic to say that all pain came from the fall, but instead that pain. I think it's probably more. Uh, more realistic to say that pain became uh, part of the fall. Sure, as as in it seems everything in the fall was, you know, it was God took, there were good things that God made and then they became out of order, they became defunct, they became um, in a bad way. Right. So I, I don't know that it came from the fall. 
Well, he would have to till. The, the ground used to give to him, but now he has to till. Well, and it's very, it's very interesting um, how our entire culture is built around the concept of getting out of labor. Yeah. So, and then I think that that's you know it goes back to man want not not wanting to accept his discipline and his punishment from Eden. Um, and certainly that sort of um, not finding a good, as they call it, honest day's work, right? Not, not wanting to put that into your, your daily activity, um, like leads, what do they say? Um, uh, idle hands. It leads to people like, you know, basically rebelling against God. Uh, and I... I well, I was just going to say, I know that that sounds extreme, but, um, you know, like look at the, look at the, um, the 10 commandments and how you have like respecting the Sabbath, for instance, and you have people who like, they would rather, um, not be a part of a fellowship, not respect the gathering, not take time aside from God because they want to just, you know, escape it all. Right. I was going to ask, are you, are you not a big fan of the concept of retirement?
Yeah, I mean, there's something to that. I, I've, I, I think that you have that added American sort of, you know, idea of nobody tells you what to do. I think that that's. I think that you would even admit that that's a little bit over the top. There's always going to be people who tell you what to do. Okay. Um, hell, heaven, taxes, and uh, w wives. Hmm. Yeah, but you still pay your taxes. I see. So, so you don't feel like you don't feel like they're telling you what to do. You just, you know, right? Of course, it's they've incentivized you. Right. Sure. Yeah, I've always viewed retirement just as a reposting. If anybody wants a copy of his book, uh, private message us, and we'll 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 get your information. See, and that's why I said for me, it's it's a reposting, right? So, you know, I'm just, I, it, now I get released from the post that I was in and, uh, you know, I get to do something else that God wants me to do. It's, it's... It's not al it's not always an amicable conversation. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do.
So why do you think that why do you think that was necessary? Right. Right, but why? So why do you why do you think that um, he uh, removed access to the tree of life? Okay. Sure. Right. So do you think, so um, putting all the pieces together, so Jesus would be essentially the new Adam, but then he's also the new tree of life. Hey, Heidi asks a question. Um, I'm not really sure what she means by it, but we can try. It says, what do you think about with question mark or uh, quotes? Should I do that? I don't really know what that means. Heidi, if you can maybe re-ask that. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, or I'm always reminded of Steve Urkel's, you know, did I do that? Hey, everything's timeless now that it's on Netflix.
lots of things that people ask me to do that are um, have motives that are not uh, Yeah, but there's also lots of things just speaking from experience with you, not to get too personal, but there's a lot of things that you think are neutral in giving glory to God and you choose not to do them because you think they're neutral. So I think, I think, I, th I think you judge a little more on, I think there's more to your judgment than just on giving glory to God. But in any case, it's, yeah, it's the main factor. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom. Yeah, we have, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a really important amount of discretion. We have something in... Uh, counseling called the holding principle and it's it basically uh, it basically says if I'm not sure if I should do it then I shouldn't do it yeah. you you hold on to you hold on to an action well and it's specifically in regard to sin right like if I'm not sure whether what I do will be a sin then I don't do it and I hold I hold off on doing it uh, until I know whether I should do it Sure. So yes, Heidi, he he does. He he is saying, um, should you do that? He just doesn't tell anybody about that ever, and just says, I ain't doing that because he's already answered the should I do that part. But. However, however, there is an important, there is an important aspect to decision making as Christians, right? And that is accountability. So even though it's not necessarily justification of your actions as if somebody is in control of you, it is allowing for people, it's, it is important in living with each other in Christ to allow people to speak into your actions as much as is in line with scripture. Sure. Right. Right. And that's that's an important that's an important distinction. Yeah.
So come to me, but don't don't come to me, but come to me. <laughs> yeah, and let's. Oh, roasted. <laughs> yeah, I think that that sort of dialogue is what is something that's missing a lot in the church. Um, and I, I just want to say in regard to truth time, um, sometimes people may think that, you know, because it's a platform that's, you know, Pastor Monty's specific platform to give his specific ideology. Let's, let's remember the views expressed in this program are not the explicit views of, of ABF. Um, so, right. Uh, but, you know, sometimes people think that he's not willing to have a conversation. Um, and I think that that's really short-sighted. You know, like if you have an issue with what Pastor Monty says, believe me, you're not the first person. And if you, but you, and you are also generally are not the first person to not say anything to him about it, but just talk to somebody else. The truth is, is that at ABF, one of the reasons why, even though his views do not express the explicit view of ABF, one of the reasons why we allow this program to take place is because there is that sort of access to the dialogue, the back and forth. So... Please do not wait in the wings or sit there and shake your head like he doesn't know what he's talking about or you just disagree with him or whatever. Like, dialogue with us. Otherwise, he's not the problem. You are. It's true. It's true. So what's your thought on that in regard to the flood? Do you think the flood wi wiped out Eden or do you think there's still a place that, you know, is possibly like protected by an angel or whatever, like where the tree of life is still sprouting? In the Fertile Crescent. Right. So I, I, I don't think that, you know, you know, you like you have all these explorer programs, you know. Yeah. of the earth. 
watching a documentary about a, a steamboat that had gone down in a, in a river, I think it was in Missouri or something like that, and it wasn't found until like 100 years later, and it was found in the middle of a farmer's field. Weird. A complete steamboat. That's kind of cool. Yeah. All right, hit it. They're all related to the same thing. Animals. No. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. Nice. Right. I got a special place in my heart for Marcus Lemonis. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. A TP calculator. Okay. So what's, okay, so how much toilet paper do I need? And then uh, what does it take into account? 
If you're a buncher or if you're a folder, yes. Sure. So you use you use the stump method. Right. Or or you could use a stump. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> John Parker, John Parker suggests the three shell method. Now, for those of you who don't know, do you know what the three shell method is, Pastor Monty? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to enlighten us? <laughs> well, there are three shells. Okay. So the three shell method is a deep dive into a Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes classic, The Demolition Man. What? Arnold Schwarzenegger's not even in that movie. <laughs> yes, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, but they don't. They don't. They don't actually explain it. Nobody really knows what they do. So, anyway. But they use the three shell method. There you go. Imagine putting that up to your ear. <laughs> John, uh, you have been uh, formally invited on our comments thread to um, post up in your RV in the Parker driveway uh, as long as you pay in toilet paper. Right. Yes. Okay. What, uh, like what restaurant is it? It is the Cambridge Bar and Grill. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It depends on the quality of the restaurant. Like if you go to 
<laughs> right. Right. Maybe they're giving you the roll of toilet paper because you need it. <laughs> Very nice. That's true. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Yeah. I'm That is really funny. I don't know if that's just a joke, like a gimmick, you know, like people come in, they laugh at it and, you know, he gets more money. But that's really funny. I uh I'm really good at claw machines, by the way, having worked at Wonderland. You know, you got to be careful with those claw machines. They they can adjust them quite a bit down. They can make it really hard for you. And there's like certain ways to adjust it. And they sit there and they'll adjust it and play it, um, you know, while they're adjusting it to make sure that, you know, you get right up to the last moment and then it like, you know, doesn't work. Things like that. It's, Yeah. Right. Right. That's that's is that the real crisis, the toilet paper crisis? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, that, Right. Sure, yeah. Okay. And are they now selling that or? Wow. Twelve. According to a proper calculator, that would be twelve years' supply of toilet paper. Of course, whether you bunch or fold. <laughs> Right. Is that true? 
Okay, but don't you not even use toilet paper? People just, the old people just use diapers, right? <laughs> it should be baby wipes and <laughs> I caught I caught you at a I caught you at a loss for words there. <laughs> That's what baby wipes are for. Well, that's what baby wipes are for. And they also have, if you don't, if you really don't want to do a, um, you know, like a bidet sort of thing, they also have uh, diaper sprayers that you, that are just hooked up to the toilet and you can, you know, spray down. So, you know, yeah. Right. And there's the bleep button. John, John, John Parker just accused me of reverse ageism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, uh, what, <laughs> what is the title? I don't remember. Uh, culture something or lunacy, cultural lunacy. Right. Oh, I was just—I was just going to—I um, was just going to ask where we're headed with it today, because I, I feel—I feel like we've covered this subject of men and women's differences like multiple times. Earlier today, we were talking about the rearing of children. Yeah. 
And, and for the record, that's not to say that men don't have problems also. Uh, no, but they deal with it a little bit differently. Well, yeah, and they're also a lot more, I think, statistically detached from the raising of children emotionally. Um, you know, that's and that's that's one of the reasons why there's been such a a fight in the culture um, to get men to you know be better fathers. Yeah, to demasculate them. Yeah. It swings the pendulum too far. Yeah. Yes. Well, you can still you can still be very. Um, let's see. You can still be very bold and directive and uh, outwardly strong and still be tender toward your children. I think that's the best way to say it. Because, yeah, because you're sort of equating when you say very much a man and be uh, and take care of your children I think it it sort of plays into that stereotype I think the idea is that the stereotype of a man uh, of I think the idea that um, how do I say this like machismo is mutually exclusive to um, gentleness is wrong Sure. But you're not saying that your father wasn't a positive example of that, though. My father was not a father. Right. So that so that doesn't really. What I'm saying is, you can have men who have tenderness, but who are also um, strong. You know. Right.
Sure. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's true of humans though in general, not just men. Man, okay, yeah, so humans in general cuz I think about uh that that adage that that um what is it? You know that that colloquial story of the guy who marries the woman, and then the day after they're married, she starts taking off all of her makeup and like doesn't like dress up and stuff. Have you heard that? Well, the, yeah. So it's like it's what I'm saying is the cliche is in the culture. It's bigger than just men and women. But I would agree that um, men shift focus to from 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 grabbing you know from hunting then to providing and so so now you have this man who like you know he's hunting his mate you know and now he's got her so now what's he going to do uh, and i'm giving him the best possible um outlook so like you know he's like a good guy so like he he's hunting quote unquote for his mate now he's got her so now what does he do he shifts his focus to providing and oftentimes he's so much in the mindset of providence that he is completely neglectful of her because he's out there, you know, getting money or, you know, taking care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or trying to attain a, a sense of what culture expects him to attain. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's, I think that there's a uh, better phraseology for that. Um, <laughs> that's a pretty controversial teaser, the way that it's laid out. So, all right. So to be clear, next week during this time in the show, we're going to be discussing uh, what the submission of the submission structure
in the marriage relationship. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. Do you have anything else you want to say? Coronavirus, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's go ahead and close out the show then. All right. So the Truth Time with Pastor Monty podcast is a resource of Aletheia Bible Fellowship of Portland, Oregon. It's a webcast on the Vigilance Radio Network, which is a resource developed by Project Vigilance, ABF's portal that provides helpful and interesting online resources for the church, local and at large. If you want to be a part of the VRN and what we're doing here, you can join Vigilance Radio Network's Facebook page to get access to all of our shows, including Culture Insanity. Um and uh, some of the other stuff that we're doing, like the upper story. Well, I guess we're switching formats on the upper story, but cross-examination later in the year. We have our weekly services um, and uh, Nightlight. Uh, the ABF Nightlight is going to be on this Thursday. So we're back, um, which leads me to something I wanted to say, which is just if you're out there and you you know, got some questions about things and you need some advice, some biblical advice, um, you want some prayer even, um, on Thursday nights, we are going to be on the air and you can message us. You can email us, uh, counseling.abf at gmail if you want to email us or you can message our um, page and we'll reach out to you and you can anonymously tell us what you want to discuss and uh, we'll discuss it on the air um, so if you if you have any uh, needs like that or if you just need somebody to pray with you know hit us up and we'll uh, we'll send somebody to pray with you we're good for video chat, phone call, text message, whatever, whatever you need. So uh, that's going to be on Thursday nights. Um, yeah, but uh, back to this show. If you've enjoyed Truth Time, uh, feel free to consider supporting us. Our network and shows are free to you, but they are not free to us. Um, head over to ABF PDX and click the donate tab. And even a dollar a month could be put to good use for the gospel. So if you're poor like us, that's cool. You can still partner with us by remembering to like, subscribe, and share our podcast, which you can always find on ABF's YouTube page, Instagram, Facebook, the VRN Facebook group. Um, it's all over the place. Take a second to visit the group page so you can stay up to date whenever we share new content each week. Remember to share that content because it is shared with you on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. We will see you then. I'm Pastor Josh, your engineer and senior pastor over at ABF, and this has been Pastor Monty. The views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network. <laughs>